Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. So how do you feel about Lent? When you went to get your ashes last Wednesday, when you went to Mass on Sunday, saw all the purple, songs were probably simpler, the altar, if it was decorated at all, had a kind of a desert theme. What was the feeling in your heart? When I was a kid, I didn't look forward to Lent. For one thing, it meant a lot more kneeling. We had Stations of the Cross every Friday at 1.15 in my school, and it was hard to kneel that long. I was trying to put well, most of my weight on one knee, and then I'd move it over to the other knee, and it seemed like the prayers went on a long time. We gave up things like candy or dessert or our favorite TV show, but I just didn't grasp the meaning. When I was a teenager, that same feeling still gripped me because now I was realizing that Lent was a lot of talk about sin and about things that we do wrong. It just seemed like such a negative, depressing season. So I go back to my question, how do you feel about Lent? What's in your heart? Now, you may have never heard this before, but at the core of Lent is gratitude. When I first read that, I thought, what? I thought Lent was about prayer and fasting and penance and almsgiving. Yes, but underneath all those things is gratitude. Because if gratitude is not there, it's like what St. Paul says in the letter to the Corinthians about love. We could do all kinds of penance and prayers and almsgiving, but if there isn't gratitude underneath it, if it doesn't flow from love, it's like a clanging cymbal or a booming gong. It means nothing. So the first question is, am I grateful? Do I see my blessings? If I was to ask you to name your blessings right now, can you name five of them right off the tip of your tongue? Could you name 10 or 15 or 25? Or do my blessings go unrecognized? Is there a spirit of gratitude that permeates my life? In our Catholic tradition, over and over again, from the saints and from those who write about the spiritual life, they almost always mention that prayer should always begin with gratitude, even in the tough times. Now, I'm going to share a story with you that's hard to hear. It was a young couple who lost their baby. It's the hardest thing in the human condition. And so they were preparing for the funeral mass. Now, in this parish, there was a tradition, a local custom, that after the priest began with the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and he greeted the people in the Lord's name, he would say, God is good. And all the people would respond all the time. They did that at every mass. So at this funeral mass, the pastor thought to himself, I don't think it's appropriate to begin this Mass this way. So he began with the sign of the cross, and the Lord be with you. And then the father of the child called out loudly, God is good. And the whole congregation responded all the time. Even though they were going through a devastating situation, 
This couple recognized the place of God in their life. They were going to be with God, and God was always going to be with them. Peter Craved has a book called Food for the Soul, and he wrote something in there that I came across last week that I've never thought of before. He said, look what happens when I'm truly grateful. When I'm saying thank you to the Lord, I'm already sacrificing my pride, my egotism, my self-sufficiency. In that gratitude, there's already a spirit of giving something up. So let me share with you two examples of people who live in a spirit of gratitude. The first one is St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower. She only lived a short life. And at one point, there was a device that you could use. It's like a frame and there was a string across it. And it had like maybe 10 beads on it. And what you would do is every day, you would want to make a sacrifice, an act of penance, some way that you loved others, and you would move one bead across for every act of love in this way. And the point was, by the end of the day, all ten beads were pushed over to the other side. What one point, St. Therese, who was so in love with the Lord and so felt Jesus' love in her life, she felt like, why am I doing this? Why am I counting the times that I'm going to love Jesus? I just want to love him all the time through my penance and sacrifices and things I can do for others. That's living out of a spirit of gratitude. The other example comes from a book called Praying the Truth by William Barry. In the introduction, he mentions how one Lent it came to his heart to live this way through the 40 days. He would say to the Lord each day, Lord, how can I be a better friend to you today? And then he would listen and sense what way God wanted him to be a better friend. That's living Lent from a spirit of gratitude. He was recognizing how much God wanted to be his friend, and he wanted to be a better friend in return. If Lent doesn't begin with loving gratitude, it will be a cold and dreary and depressing season, no matter what I may do because I'm supposed to. To underline this perspective of these 40 days, you know what the origin of the word Lent is? It comes from a Middle English word, lente, which means springtime. Yes, we begin going into the desert with Jesus, who was led there by the Spirit, in a spirit of gratitude to his Father. But these 40 days are meant to be a transforming experience, just as it is in nature. It's meant to be a time of new life and growth and beauty. That's the Lent. God wants for you and me. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.